This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Here's your daily crunch. A day after an Apple Watch import ban went into effect in the U.S., an appeals court has instituted a pause. The halt also comes a day after Apple filed an emergency request with the U.S. Court of Appeals. The pause will remain in place until the court takes additional action. The Watch Series 9 and Watch Ultra 2 are on sale at Apple brick-and-mortar locations starting today and will hit the company's online store tomorrow. The fight centers around a pair of trademarks, which Southern California health tech company Massimo claims Apple infringed with the wearable's pulse oximetry sensor. Massimo has also accused Apple of poaching Massimo employees to build the blood oxygen sensor, which first arrived in 2020 with the Watch Series 6. Up next, Terran Orbital may be close to receiving a major payment from its biggest customer, CEO Mark Bell, announced internally at a company-wide meeting earlier this month. Rivada Space Networks is in the final stages of closing funding to help fund a mega-constellation to be built by Terran at a cost of $2.4 billion, revenues that currently make up the vast majority of Terran's backlog. While Terran is pursuing other lucrative contracts that could comprise billions in work, Its $2.4 billion contract with Rivada is by far the largest it has secured so far. Earlier this quarter, Terran had to adjust its full-year financial outlook after Rivada delayed paying an incremental $180 million toward that total contract award. Rivada, a German subsidiary of U.S.-based Rivada Networks, contracted with Terran to build 300 satellites for the mega constellation under a $2.4 billion agreement in February of this year. Rivada has a separate deal with SpaceX to launch the satellite starting in April 2025. Terran Orbital's stock price has cratered since it went public via SPAC, a reverse merger with a special purpose acquisition company in March of last year. The company debuted with a stock price of $10.96, but today the shares are trading for around $1.22. And the New York Times is suing OpenAI and its close collaborator and investor Microsoft for allegedly violating copyright law by training generative AI models on Times content. In the lawsuit filed in the federal district court in Manhattan, the Times contends that millions of its articles were used to train AI models, including those underpinning OpenAI's ultra-popular chat GPT and Microsoft's Copilot without its consent. The Times is calling for 
for OpenAI and Microsoft to destroy models and training data containing the offending material and to be held responsible for billions of dollars in statutory and actual damages related to the unlawful copying and use of the Times' uniquely valuable works. Generative AI models learn from examples to craft essays, code, emails, articles, and more, and vendors like OpenAI scrape the web for millions to billions of these examples to add to their training sets. Some examples are in the public domain, others aren't, or come under restrictive licenses that require citation or specific forms of compensation. Vendors argue fair use doctrine provides a blanket protection for their web scraping practices. Copyright holders disagree. Hundreds of news organizations are now using code to prevent OpenAI, Google, and others from scanning their websites for training data. The vendor outlet conflict has led to a growing number of legal battles, the Times being the latest. That's all for today. I'm Imran Sheikh, and for more from TechCrunch, go to TechCrunch.com. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.